we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 4th, 2017. <clears throat> and this is, uh, we're going to be playing the, this person that Mike Adams wants to interview, Weather War 101, part of an interview that they did. And this was the description underneath the interview. This is Weather War 101's words. For 10 years, I've been proving the irrefutable reality of daily manufactured fast flood, deluge, and severe weather every single day. Denying the reality of these daily man-made weather events is akin to denying the existence of the combustion engine, and it is just as easy to prove. Now, again, we go back to look at what they were doing in the 70s, that we firmly documented what the government openly admitted to, what the Navy openly admitted to, Back in the 70s. Okay, so again, it is, it is akin to denying the existence of the combustion engine at this point. Hopefully we've proven that. If you can understand boiling water, you can understand where trillions of gallons of water vapor come from that create and fuel the daily trillion. But it's not boiling, it's more, you know, it's, it's an evaporative type of thing. But when you, obviously when you boil water, you see water vapor come up. Uh, but you can understand... Where trillions of gallons of water vapor come from that create and fuel daily trillion-gallon floods, we see washing a different community away somewhere in the world. This isn't debatable, and it's easy to observe a sunrise. Now, I'm, I'm not going to insinuate also that every single place that has a flood, it's weather warfare. I mean, I mean we can't do that either. I mean, we're not gonna, But when you can look at a radar of this, and you can see what all this weird, glitchy, unnatural garbage going on that's when you can really say oh okay well this is obviously you know manipulated and, and, and done by design uh <clears throat> this isn't debatable it's easy to observe a sunrise yet for 10 years my work has been completely denied discredited defamed suppressed and deprived in any funding or support at all i have personally been slandered threatened and falsely identified by the so-called leaders of the co-opted truth community as I've been mocked, ridiculed, and dismissed by the so-called meteorologists in the mainstream media and the climate change community. Now, what he's saying is that not only has the mainstream media done this to him, not only has the climate change, like the UN people, Al Gore's, slandered him, but also the so-called leaders of the co-opted truth community, which he would lump in Dane Wigington, Dabu Seven, they've been in wars. Now, which one's the one? I'm more leaning toward this weather war one on one. From what he's seen here, saying it's pretty tough to deny what he's getting into here. I don't understand why they just can't all come together and find some kind of common ground, though. The fact is, is that it's happening. That's the really important part to me. Yes, how it's happening and being accurate is very important, but the fact is, is we know what's happening. Even Dane Wigginton would agree on that. Even Dabu Seven would agree on that. Even Weather War 101, it's obviously happening. We've just documented that in the first part. So I wish they could just, I don't know, put aside their differences and try to get on the same page. Not saying that this Weather War 101 hasn't tried to do that. But, you know, there's two sides to every story. I don't want to sit here and judge. I just know that it's happening. 
And I know Christians need to be praying about it and the world needs to be made aware of it. That's for sure. But the infighting is not going to help anything on that. Uh, <clears throat> the simple reality I discovered during 20 years of research and reverse engineering that erases all mystery about severe weather events that materialize out of nowhere has proven time and again to be the most threatening information there is to the establishment of grand delusion perpetuated on the population of this planet meaning this is a very very important near and dear subject to satan and his minions and the illuminati and the people that want to bring in the new world order and the one world government under antichrist and false prophet and they have done everything that they could do to suppress this information and to discredit any of the truth about it that is why after 10 years still only a handful of people know about this daily observable world perspective altering reality it is time for all that to change here is everyone's opportunity to understand in full exactly what i'm about exactly how this irrefutable body of work was created and exactly why it is the most important foundational knowledge any human being can have on the planet that we live on i disagree i think the knowledge of the lord jesus christ is far more you could know about this all day long plunge straight into hell Again, this is from an unsaved person's perspective, and this is their sole focus in life. There's a lot of other evil stuff going on on the planet, too, that are going to be used in the end times. But, you know, when you get so laser-visioned and so tunnel-visioned into one thing, you start thinking it's the, it's the main, main thing on planet. It's, it's a gigantic issue, what we're talking about here. Gigantic. Not saying it's not. But, you know, just trying to give some perspective there while the weather channel and the msm meteorologists lie to our faces on a daily basis this interview should show everyone just how real i am and just how true this is i've devoted the better part of two decades putting this knowledge together and providing it to anyone who wants to understand the truth of climate collapse the true state of the collapse water cycle and the truth about the 200 years of industrialization that is not only at the root of these disasters it is at the root of the global effort to cover them up as well uh, I provide this knowledge freely because every human should have it. That doesn't by any stretch of the imagination mean that producing this work is any less than a full-time job or any less exhausting than anything else anyone else is doing at Weather Channel to keep the population stupefied. In fact, it is exponentially more, more so harder since there's just one of me and I don't have $3.5 billion like the Weather Channel does to perpetuate their global delusion. Yeah, good point. I know, kind of know how you feel a little bit there. Because I'm just a one-man band trying to do what I'm trying to do, you know, um, so I can relate. Needless to say, I haven't been doing this for the last 10 years to get rich. I've been doing this because I know it's the most important information anyone can have. Again, I beg to disagree. Um, I have a different perspective as a Christian. Anyway, and for a thousand different other reasons, being in a unique position to deliver this awareness, it is the highest purpose I can serve. Um, anyone who cares about this planet and who don't want to keep it, kept in the dark anymore uh, anyway so let's go ahead and play some of this interview uh that we're looking at here and um you'll be able to get his perspective better shall i call you weather war 101 while doing this interview or do you have a nickname you go by yes ww101 is fine it is the name all of my viewers know me by what of your background can you share with us? Not to get too personal, but in regards to how you came about discovering these truths. How did you grow into this, and how long ago did it start to make sense? 
Are you a scientist to begin with or a self-educated man, for instance? Again, not to get any identifying details, but to understand what motivated you originally and what pre-qualifications made your awareness possible. For me, it started 20 years ago. I had already been aware of the increase in bizarre and inexplicable weather events for some time, but just like everybody else, I didn't have any idea how it was happening. Now, you can see what I'm saying? I didn't know if it was a guy or a girl. I mean, I don't mean to be mean or like, I'm not, I mean, I'm serious. I'm, I really didn't know. I wasn't, it's a guy, I guess. I'm, God bless him. I, you know, it's cool. I'm not mad. I'm not like judging him or anything. I just really honestly wasn't 100% sure because of the way his voice is. So I just kind of wanted to clarify that too. It was perfectly clear to me that it wasn't natural, however, and it really began to get me. One day, I was watching the news and the weather report came on. The weather radar showed two overlapping rings plain as day, and when the storm system passed the intersecting rings, the storm completely changed. The weatherman just acted like he couldn't see it, and it was just infuriating. It was at that point I decided I wanted to know what I was looking at. Okay, so Up now until that point, I had spent my adult life as a corporate. Sorry, my, my computer's weird. Um, in the background of this video, as it's going, there's vis there's visual proof of what they're talking about. It's at, literally, they were showing a weather lady there, and these rings that they were talking about, and they the meteorologist will ignore them, and. He wanted to know what was going on with this. Why are there these concentric rings so many of the times in weather reports? And I think they've gotten more savvy now on what they'll show on TV. But this probably was a little bit earlier on. And this is, this is what got him wanting to know what was really going on with the weather. Network engineer, and I was extremely good at it. For decades, I designed and built wide area networks for corporations all over the country and was highly sought after. Engineering and scientific thinking in general is in my blood, and from the time I was a child, knowing how things worked was my imperative. It didn't matter what the object was, if I didn't understand how something functioned, I made sure I figured it out. This inherent ability was essential throughout my career as the early days of networking were essentially the Wild West. It was all groundbreaking work, so encountering systems, reverse engineering how they put together, and figuring out how to get disparate systems to communicate with new PC networks became second nature. So after seeing those two rings that I didn't understand, and the weatherman's frustrating obliviousness, I set my sights on the weather. Figuring out what those rings were was the first step, now, again, there's a clear example of what he means by these rings, literally, and this was from a weather report that, that you know, the, where the weather lady was I told you about. You can clearly see the, the delineation of these storm systems and how they correspond with these concentric rings, and he's going to explain to you what this is later, okay? The, 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 it's going to be very, very clear. But this is, it's important to understand this because this is the whole premise of his argument. Which began my research and understanding of the Nexrad Doppler grid. So what was the next thing you discovered about these rings? And 
Are they the harp rings of Dutch synths? The first thing I determined was that the rings were all overlapping, but they were all individual. It was clear that each ring had a center, and thus whatever was in the center had to be generating the ring. It's almost surprising that it took me as long as it did, since by watching TV weather radar I was already looking at the source. But eventually I came across a layout of the 156 Nexrad Doppler weather radar stations across the country, and it hit me like a flash of light. Now, he's literally got all of them like a little yellow pin in each one of these Nexrad Doppler radar things across the country. He's literally got that all laid out. So you can see it in a um, over America if you want an actual visual of this. At the center of each of these rings was an X-Rad station and the locations of the rings matched up exactly. They're showing more visuals now of and then a close-up of the next rad that you can see the dopplers are usually those big round white globes that you'll see um i believe with weather stations or uh, weather uh like news centers will have them i think that's what he's in reference to and now he's doing close-ups on a google map where you can literally go down and and see every one of these and it's putting out these massive massive frequency bursts that can actually be seen um in different ways and they're, they're, what, they're, what they're doing now is they're, they're taking different ones of these yellow pins that were over the United States and they're focusing down on different pins so you can understand they're all these Doppler radar. Thus it was the weather radar itself that was generating those rings. Isn't that ironic? When I first began encountering the quote-unquote truth movement... The weather, the Doppler weather radar... You know, these big white globes, which is supposedly like the most cutting edge technology to track weather, is actually the source of what is actually causing the things like ramping up the hurricanes and all of that. Granted, now you got chemtrails in there too. They're going to talk about that as well. And there may be other technologies that we don't even know about. And again, this is where the whole infighting thing comes in about. Well, it's hard. Well, it's I do think this next rad is definitely part of it. It just makes no sense to me otherwise because this person is 100% showing you that these concentric rings, the center of each concentric ring that these weather patterns manifest on radar at the center of every one of these, this overlapping grid across America is a Doppler radar. Okay? So... The first thing that I came across was, of course, Dutch Sins and his harp rings. It really speaks to the totality of misdirection that the first thing you ask was the first thing I encountered, but I'm sure we'll get into that later. It is embarrassing now, of course, but I was naively enthusiastic about getting in touch with him. What I had discovered about Nexrad was inarguable and daily observable, and I knew it would hit the truth community like a bolt of light, just as it did for me, and was hoping to work with Dutch since to get that vital information out. I contacted Dutch, spent considerable time in email communication with him, made my case, showed him the next rad layout, showed him video proving it, and to my dismay, 
he refused to acknowledge it and kept singularly pushing harp. Since I could prove that the center... Now, what I've learned is that when somebody has... Let's say this is best case scenario and Dutch isn't a disinformation person. Okay, I'm not accusing him of that. There's been a lot of controversial things about Dutch since. I haven't ever heavily promoted him. Uh, I have given some warnings about him. He's unsaved. Everything's from a secular uh, perspective. But just like this, Weather War 101 is everything, everything like from Dane Wigington, you know, who's, if you ask me, pretty, I think he's really uh, more new age. You know, there you got to view this, these things with, in that perspective too, grain of salt wise. And um, let's say Dutch isn't a disinformation specialist okay i'm not i don't know either way if he is but let's say he's not okay and and let's give him the, the benefit of the doubt what i've learned a lot of times is if a person has a lot invested in a particular theory like let's say dutch senses harp rings he comes to a realization where that's not true and this really gets down to pride where he's got so much invested in it and so many people believing that this is the theory and so many followers that he's afraid of losing and also the swallowing your pride and admitting that no it's actually these next rad doppler stations that are doing this which really is the only thing that makes sense because they're at the center of all the concentric rings whereas you don't have a harp set harp station at the center of every ring I mean, if you had a harp station at the center of every ring on this grid that can be clearly reproduced over and over, well, then I would say it's harp for sure. I've never been that convinced on the harp thing because there's not that many harp arrays around. High altitude resonance, whatever projection thing, you can key that in. Key and Angels don't play that harp, okay, on YouTube if you want to know more about harp. Angels don't play this harp, I believe, is the definitive work on it. Um, so, that may be the case here with Dutch Sense and Dane Wigington, that they've never, I don't know, I don't know why they'd be so resistant, though, to looking at this. You know, because it's really, really, really tough from what I'm seeing to, to refute what this Weather War 101 is saying about the next red Doppler generators. But again, to me, we could sit here and I could split hairs about this all day long. The fact is, is it's happening. The fact is, is this is satanic. The fact is, is they're doing this to kill, steal, and destroy, and manipulate us, and to control us, and ultimately use this technology to bring us into the New World Order, and to ultimately use us and bully countries into signing things like the Paris Climate Treaty and all these other accords that are going to bring us into the New World Order and the, and the One World Government and One World System under Antichrist and False Prophet. This is going to be one of the main ways they try to do it, and they are doing it. That's the most important thing to me. But I also want my listeners to be educated and have kind of both sides of the story here. ...of those rings were actually Nexrat and not some research facility in Alaska... I found it very disturbing that he refused to see that and, at the time, didn't understand why. How long did it take you to catch up? Well, it didn't take terribly long after that. Although, still naively, I had hoped that Dutch Sins was an isolated case, I soon found out that that wasn't the case at all. 
I contacted Scott Stevens, the so-called meteorologist whistleblower, and had the same lengthy conversation I had with Dutch. Ultimately and condescendingly, he basically told me not to worry about it, and instead I should, quote, point people to the sky and let them make their own interpretations, unquote. That's like the equivalent of like one time a pastor I went into his really, really hyper charismatic nutbag church that he, that he had. And this is after I came out of the charismatic movement myself. This was like charismania at a whole other level. I mean, this is, I've, I've given you the report before, but uh, there was stuff going on there I have never seen in the charismatic. I mean, it was like a three ring circus. And I wrote to the pastor afterward, and I said, Pastor, and I quoted all these Bible verses, justifying why, and I did it in a nice way. The guy, he was actually my patient. His wife was too. He didn't realize they were in all this. And at the very end of this, um, big long letter that I wrote to him, and he sent me back a reply, or I don't know, I think she did. She was the one who responded back to me, which is even more biblical on his part, because I wrote it to him, um, something in effect of, basically, they told me to let go and let God. That's the equivalent of what they just told Weather War 101. Just point people to the sky and let them make up their own mind. What, what, What an asinine thing to say when you've got all this visual proof that can be firmly, easily documented. You could go back to the 70s and look at all the stuff they were doing and openly admitting to treaties were being signed, openly admitting that this technology exists and is being used and can be used for warfare and nefarious purposes. But yeah, that's better just to point people to the sky and let them make up their own mind because that'll just happen by osmosis, evidently. Everybody will come to the right conclusion. What's disturbing about what Weather Warfare, what Weather War 101 is saying here is that she's getting the same exact response from all of these different people in the in this movement regarding the weather. Like with Dutch Sense, you're gonna see Dane Wigginton, this guy um, that she just talked about, that he's on coast to coast, Scott something um yeah and that's what's disturbing to me is the same you're getting the same response from all and that makes me start to think well are they all in this together is this part of the disinformation program about this to get everybody off the next rad dopplers which is actual the real source of it and to get everybody thinking it's harp uh, I don't know. I mean, they, she makes kind of a, or he makes a compelling argument about this. Many years later, you can see this is exactly what he's still doing. One by one, I contacted all of the other people who were, quote unquote, leading the truth movement. One by one, they behaved in the identical manner. I contacted Jamie Lee and had similarly disturbing experiences. So here's another one, Jim Lee. And I don't even know most of these people. Um, the, Weather War wrote this Jim Lee, who's evidently another one in this particular movement about supposedly exposing all the stuff they're doing with weather warfare. And every single one of them is attacking this Weather War 101. 
That's disturbing to me. That is disturbing. I don't get it. It's too irrefutable. Weather War 101 says to this Jim Lee, HARP is an obsolete research facility that is about to be dismantled. Methods and functionalities developed at this facility have long been since distributed to other platforms and facilities, i.e. NextRad Grid, which is what we're talking about with the Dopplers, and or the 156 plus stations in the U.S. alone and are visibly in use daily to create the superstorms we see worldwide. The Air Force quite literally can't even give the HARP facility away. In other words, at one time, it appears that HARP was the main player, the main thing. It was the ionosphere heater. We pumped massive amounts of energy into the ionosphere. What he's saying is that what we're looking at here with the next rad generators in the Doppler is HARP 2.0, kind of. It's not HARP. But it's a much more advanced system that maybe does what HARP was designed to do in its infancy. But then they found out, well, HARP really um, isn't going to be up to snuff to do what we want to do on a global level. We want to be able to control weather locally and globally. And th here's my here's been my biggest problem with HARP. If you've got... I mean, and I know there's more than one, but you've got your main antenna array in Alaska. How are you going to zero that thing in with the curvature of the Earth and all the other stuff you've got going on in Galveston, Texas? Wouldn't it be better to have like a Doppler NextRad radar generator if you could use that under the cover of, oh, this is our weather station and we need it to track and do our radar, which it does do. But then it also does this unbelievably other satanic thing where you can manipulate the weather and it's pumping out all of these electromagnetic frequencies. Only God knows how that's affecting us. I mean, I covered, covered some on the 5G that's coming. You know, with the cell phones and stuff. I've covered Scalar. I've covered Harp. I haven't even covered this next rad. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other can of worms. How that could be affecting us on an on a electromagnetic frequency level. I've covered the smart meters. What that's doing to us. This is just yet one more electromagnetic frequency. And we're not even going to be looking at that today. That, that is interfering with our biology as humans. And all the animals and the, who knows what it's doing to the environment. And how, then it, how it can be used to create these superstorms and stuff like this. So, <laughs> it's a very important subject to look at here. After a while, none of them would even respond. Dabu 7, suspicious observers, all of the people who are leading the truth movement wanted nothing to do with the daily observable evidence. Now, he's putting up actual screenshots of their original correspondence of all these different people so many of them i haven't even heard of but evidently it's every single person in this movement to supposedly like expose all the nefarious bad weather now i'm not saying this is the case but if you were satan 
and every in, in in everything had been okay. Harp 2.0. We move everything over to the next ride generators. This is going to much more easily accomplish what we're trying to do with weather warfare and the chemtrails. We use them in conjunction. Okay. Much more easily, we're going to be able to accomplish what we're trying to do with this grid that goes literally over whole countries, overlapping concentric rig, ring grids. We can more much more easily control the weather this way than we could ever do it with harp if you were satan wouldn't you want everybody to still be focusing back on harp and not on the real problem which clearly appears to be these next ride doppler radars i mean they're all the stuff with 5g for example all the wicked evil stuff about you know the links they're going to right now to suppress all of that when you sit, in other words, when you start to see any big brother organization suppressing information about a given technology that is easily documentably evil, then you know you're looking in the right place. Yet, all the people that are claiming it's HARP, there's really probably no pushback from the government at all about that. I think that's where they want everybody to look. I'm not saying harp still couldn't be used for nefarious purposes, but I do believe this is the second generation of what they were trying to accomplish with harp, or third generation, who knows? That's what it appears to be, and this Weather War 101 appears to have went to all of these different people in this particular movement, and he got the same response from all of them. This one guy says, this Jim Lee says, are you attention whoring? Weather War 101, LOL. That's, that's how they refute things? Are you attention whoring? Point everybody to the sky and let them make up their own mind? Oh, that's really logical and scientific. And then they're, they're, I mean, they're just all these ad hominem attacks and slander and all this stuff. When, man, I don't know. <laughs> I had compiled and that would instantly clear up all of the confusion that ran and still runs rampant in the I mean they're now they're cussing at them and I don't see uh yeah they're they're wow I'm looking at these posts and they're calling them every name you could call them and accusing them of attention whoring and but they're not refuting anything from what I could see it's just like they're very very angry that he's bringing up the subject and countering maybe their narrative. Now, let's say best case scenario with like this Jim Lee and let's say Dutch Sense or whoever else. Let's say it's just because they've got so much invested in this and there's so much momentum by all these other guys slapping each other on the back saying, yeah, this is the theory we believe in and it's got to be right. Can you imagine if they ever got to the point where it's like they realize they're wrong? And they're like, whoa, I got a backpedal and I've got to tell my listeners this. That is going to take a lot of humility in order to do that and swallowing their pride. And a lot of them will not do it just from that standpoint. They will not do it. They've got too much invested in this. They're, they're going to be afraid they're going to lose their subscribers and they don't want to yield. Worst case scenario is this is worst, let's say, let's not even say they're all in it together. 
but let's say the majority of them are. The majority of them are disinformation regarding this. And the majority of them are put there specifically for this purpose to keep us looking at HARP and keep our eyes off the actual real source of it, which is the these next red Doppler radars. Could that be something for Christians to pray against? I wonder how much effort has ever been expended in prayer like on the average Christian's knees regarding Nexrad Doppler radars and the nefarious things that they're actually doing to the environment. I really didn't know about it until just this last few days. I had never really heard this theory expounded upon, but all of a sudden, this has just like come to the forefront. And you're looking at the evidence here, and it's like, how can you deny this? These concentric rings, and in the center of every concentric ring is a Nexrad Doppler radar. It's not my imagination. And you can literally track where the Doppler radars are. I've seen these rings over and over and over again, and Dutch Sense has always said, oh, it's just harp scalar rings. Yeah, but Dutch... Isn't it kind of weird that in the center of every one of those rings is a Nexrad Doppler radar? It, there's no correlation. Really? Okay, well, what if there was a harp scalar generator in the center of those rings? You'd be all over it like a cheap suit, my man. You'd be all over that thing. Yeah, I would. I'm talking for Dutch sense, just for example. Okay, well, what if it's just some different technology? Why can't you just, like, swallow your pride and, like, look at that and say, wow, this appears to have merit, or debunk it? I, I don't see how it can really be debunked. You know, I'm just, I'm trying to look at this from a logical perspective here, and, you know truth community. Most egregious of all was Dane Wigington and company. Aside from never ever speaking with me directly, he quite literally conspired with disinformation operatives. See, this is what really makes me leery about. There's always been a check with me and Dane Wigington. Now, he's the guy I just played the last video. He brought up a lot of great points. But he's also very new age. And he also blames everything on climate warming. That's been debunked, Dane. What what statistics are Scientific America? I, I literally saw. I mean, okay, so you're gonna use very, 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 very questionable sources to prove that the world is melting, the climate in in the ice caps are melting, and all. When when I've seen so much proof to prove that's all a total lie. Do you understand that's the very premise by which Al Gore operates? and the United Nations Climate Accords, and the Paris Treaty. It's both, and, and I understand they call it climate change now, but it's still a lot moving in that direction. Oh, we're going to, Florida's going to be underwater, and, and all this other stuff. Remember I just did that thing not too long ago, disproving that, on that? That was a super tide, because the, it was a super tide because of the super moon that caused the streets to flood for like that one day. <laughs> so, you know... There's all of these misdirections and lies and things that are perpetual. You can't trust them for anything. You can't trust the mainstream media or any kind of official scientific journal for this stuff. you got to go outside the box. You're not going to get the truth in that realm. 
these organizations many times are funded, like Harvard and them are funded by incredibly evil sources to give them the outcome they want the world to believe so that this whole climate change, um, not to say that climate is not changing because they're using all this technology, but the whole global warming hoax foisted upon us and the whole carbon taxes and all that garbage. I mean, I'm telling you, that is going to be the main mechanism of their control over us if they can pull it off. The main mechanism. Because we're evil and we're destroying Mother Gaia and we have to be stopped as humanity. We're carbon polluters. It is a total lie from the pit of hell. Um, I guess this is a quote from Dan Wigginton. Pulling back the curtain to reveal the wizard behind Weather War 101 and his straw man attacks on well-known ge geoengineering activists, it would be no surprise to find a frail, vindictive little man doing his best to conceal his true identity while attacking and harassing others from the shadows. It appears that's what they're doing to him, to me. Anyway, using a small army of angry accomplices, most of whom feel ignored or slighted by those they target and attack, clearly motivated by inflated egos and rage. It sounds like everything he's saying about them applies to him rather than willingness to put aside differences for the greater good this is not a, something you can just put aside and dismiss and say let's all blame it on harp no you can't do that with this and again what is this did he do one thing there in that paragraph to refute anything i've already covered not one thing it's just like they're these ad hominem slanderous attacks on this guy that's all they can really come up with it sounds like and the fact that they have this big pack of guys that all agree on this how do i know they're not paid off how do i know they're not they're not put there on purpose or maybe half of them are put there on purpose and the other half are just blindly following how do i know that so um Oh, so the dots blur and the secrecy continues, but one connection we have found so far leads to a man named David Tolaby of Ottawa, Canada. I guess that's who they've determined this is. This Weather War 101. I can understand why the guy wants to conceal his identity. <laughs> I mean, you, you're basically a guy on an island with this really unbelievably amazing, pretty much from what I could see, irrefutable theory and everybody's attacking you, even the, even supposedly the people wanting to get this information out. Lives ...to deliberately misidentify, discredit, and dismiss me and my volumes of verifiable work. They're just showing more and more attacks. Another one. Uh, here, here's another one rebel siren oh boy looks like popcorn time for the bemused observers of tinfoil hat land you know it's unbelievable that these people who are doing something that is actually really really fringe which is supposedly exposed this movement would now be labeling others as tinfoil hat wearers that just have some theory that doesn't quite line up with theirs i don't know man i'm who is behind the curtain of Weather War 101? I challenge the, the cowardly sock puppet of Weather 101 to meet. Attention whoring behind anonymity till now. 
It's just one thing after another after another they're putting up there. These are actual, oh, I don't know, tweets and I don't know. I don't communicate this way. Uh, but they're show, they're just showing, they're calling him a government dis- disinformation shill, an operative. <laughs> wow. It's just showing one after another. And they won't answer the guy. From what I'm seeing here, they just will not answer the guy. They just attack him and slander him. That's it. I'm not seeing any answers. Explain to me. Since we haven't gotten to water vapor yet, we'll have to revisit that as well. Did you find any documentation in the scientific literature that validated your observations of Nixrad being at the center of these rings, or of it having the double-edged sword of sending as well as receiving capabilities? Oh, absolutely. As I say frequently, I don't say anything I can't prove. Okay, so just, there's the picture in the background here, and it's showing one of these Nexrad Doppler radars. Okay, and I'm sure you've seen them. If you live in America, they're this big white, it looks like a big white ball. Round circular ball. It's like, they can vary in size, I would imagine. Let's say it's 15, 20 feet across diameter. excuse me and they sit upon these big towers that kind of get them up in the air okay and before before i read that about the doppler i'm just looking at some of the comments of this video and um the one guy said um weather warfare 101 is the only one pointing the way to to holding the actual perpetrators responsible for our severe weather and again, if you were Satan, wouldn't you want to like get everybody off the trail of the true uh, source? Get everybody thinking it's Harp? Or maybe Scalar? Okay, I'm not saying there's, there's no nefarious purposes behind those technologies. I've reported on them over and over, but <clears throat> I've been reluctant to believe that Harp could, for the reasons I stated earlier, this is just so much more obvious. Okay. Um... Anyone wanting to debunk him, whether we're Warfare 101, is welcome to reach out to him and to do it, but you can't. We are catching these buggers ourselves now, right in front of our noses the whole time. It's kind of how I feel. You, you, if you drive by these Doppler ultrasounds, ultrasounds, sorry, Doppler radars, these Nexrad Doppler radars, they're, they're hiding in plain sight right under our nose. And we're thinking they're these wonderful things. And they're actually a gigantic source of our destruction. Pumping out just... Well, let me just look at this real quick. The, the, the caption for this particular slide. Next red power supply, transmitter, Kylestron. And it's showing one of these Doppler radars... Um, with its outbuildings that are probably have a lot to do with the generation of the energy and then the tower that it's on and then the big white ball at the top. Although next a Nexrad site consumes about 50.8 kilowatts of power. That's enormous. The Kleiston, pictured to the left, is a special unit responsible for converting standard commercial power to 750,000 watts of coherent energy that is transmitted outward in a circular manner each pulse. Not only is that 
the source of the weather manipulation that we're talking about today. But like I said, only God knows what that's doing to us from an electrical... We're electrical beings. Our brain communicates with the rest of our bodies and our organ systems and our muscles and our tendons and our ligaments and everything else in our body through electrical impulses. Okay? They're very small electrical electrical impulses and it's a fragile system again who knows what this type of power is doing to us on a physiological level we're not even addressing that subject today but um going back to some of these comments i'm just looking at here i do not consider dane wigginton and dabu seven to be truthers anyone with true observation skills can figure this out this is just kind of confirming what i'm already kind of looking at with the study they're in the same class with InfoWars. Now, the thing is, is there's stuff that, that Dabu7 has put out, and Dane Wigginton's put out, and InfoWars has put out, that you can't debate. I, I don't want to lump everybody into one category and say it's all disinformation. No, it's not. There's a lot of the stuff that they cover is easily verifiable. Okay? I don't like lumping somebody into just this one category and just condemning their whole body of work as though there's no merit to any of it. I'm not going to go there either. But I, I understand the gist of what they're talking about here. This guy goes on to say, Dabu Subban is a scammer who lives off donations and Dane tells some truth, but there's something wrong there. I've always felt that way too about Dane Wigginton. I think it's just the obvious new age thing to me. Um... Another comment says, I too used to follow the others until I found this channel. It's so obvious. I watch the satellites now too. Now I see everything so clear as you point out. I mean, it really does make it clear. Uh, one guy says, this is the most truth I've ever witnessed. Thank you for your work. Weather Warfare 101. Um, it's just, I think people are really, really starting to clue into this now. And there's there's a lot of traction, especially now since Mike Adams put this up. I had a listener email me um, this video, and then Mike Adams came out the same time. Weather Warfare 101. I'm like, wow, that's really a weird coincidence. that He came out with this at the exact same time I was looking at this, because I was planning on doing a study on Harvey. And then I had another listener email me this. And I'm like, hmm. That's how I, a lot of times I'll get confirmation on things and man the more you look at this the more it's just like <laughs> how do you refute this i just don't see how you're gonna do it i found all of the necessary nexrad specifications to prove they were capable of doing exactly what i say they are doing and that can be visibly observed every single day each nexrad pulse is 750,000 watts there are 156 of them across the country, and they all overlap. This is the horrendous frequency blanket we all live in. What was the next piece of the puzzle that you noticed? The next thing I need to understand was how these storms just burst into existence. We're in this, this, this overlapping frequency blanket from this. It just, the, the last line, she didn't, he didn't say it, but it was... These Doppler radars are only supposed to operate like seven seconds out of them out of an hour, and they're they're showing these frequency bursts lasting seconds and seconds and seconds at a time. I think it's, it's as much to do with destroying us physiologically, just like five G, just like the smart meters, just like the dirty electricity in your walls. 
Uh, you could go on and on and on. The, the, the cell phones. All the electromagnetics you get from different appliances and stuff like that. I think it's much about is destroying us physiologically as it is manipulating the weather, is what I think. You can literally see these energy bursts on radar. And and he's showing them on real on radar that so you can watch them. This is a good one to watch as as you hear him speak because it's all being verified in the background of what is actually going on here. Nowhere on a daily basis. Every single day on radar, you can see sudden explosions of storms and otherwise frequency blanket we all live in. What was the next piece of the puzzle that you noticed? The next thing I need to understand was how these storms just burst into existence from nowhere on a daily basis. Every single day on radar, you can see sudden explosions of storms and otherwise completely dry air. Obviously, this wasn't a natural occurrence either, and I had to find a source. These bursts were just water vapor, but since they happen all across the country in various intervals, it was very difficult to grasp what could possibly be the common source. The co-opted truth community was pushing misdirection like can bombs to explain these bursts, without any evidence of any kind, of course, but that made no sense at all. After considerable searching, I had an epiphany. There was one in-place, on-the-ground source that could produce massive amounts of water vapor. That source was the power plant grid. I dug up some power plant overlays showing the locations of all 7,000 power plants in this country, compared them to the locations of the bursts in numerous storms, and it was like another flash of light. So to clarify, what you see has nothing to do with HARP whatsoever and everything to do with Nixrad? Yes. That's exactly right. Every single day I can prove massive Nexrad frequency manipulation that is visibly responsible for spinning up all severe storm systems in this country. Alternatively, neither I nor anyone else can prove that HARP is doing anything at all. Pointing at an anomaly and declaring it caused by HARP is not proof, but that is all any HARP videos consist of. Yet. If you approach any of the geoengineering pseudo-truthers with this evident and obvious reality, they will either go immediately silent, get argumentative, or even get hostile. Uh, this is what I'm seeing. From what I can tell, they, they don't have an answer for it. And I, again, I, know, I think some of it is, that's their baby. They got all their eggs in that basket, and they can't possibly ever admit they were wrong or backpedal or whatever i hope that's it bare minimum i that's best case scenario worst case scenario is that they're disinformation put there on purpose and also i don't know there's zero evidence of harp versus endless daily evidence of nexrat and we all see which one the truth community is being forced to focus on there's no other way to describe this other than deliberate misdirection. Is this next rad frequency blanket what has changed the human resonance of the Earth? I would have to say yes. Obviously only God knows how many other ways mankind is generating opposing frequency, but consider the scope of this influence. Next rad operating at 2700 to 3000 megahertz 
and 750,000 watts per pulse doesn't just blanket this country. Equivalent Doppler stations blanket all other land masses and countries. Once you see with your own eyes the tremendous influence of these combined stations, it's almost impossible to imagine anything being capable of having a larger influence just based on the amount of global equipment involved alone. What about chemtrails? Have you studied them particularly? Have you noticed any gatekeeping around that information outside of the whole emission of ground-based industrial anthropogenic clouds, that is? Absolutely. Like everyone else involved in this subject, chemtrails was one of the first things I saw. They are impossible to miss and have been for decades. One reason I don't focus on them is precisely because of the gatekeeping and disinformation around them and the fact it is the other thing that already saturates the truth community. The topic on its own is so effectively discredited and dismissed by the so-called normal people and the quote-unquote scientific community <coughs> that you can't even get the word chemtrails out of your mouth before someone screams tinfoil hat. However, chemtrails are very real. Some of the gatekeeping and misdirection memes claim that they are sprayed to break up and stop natural rain. But like almost all disinformation, it's exactly the opposite of reality. They aren't sprayed to stop storms. They are sprayed to help create and control them. Well, that could be to create and control them. That could be stopping or creating. So I don't agree. Uh, no, I don't. That's one thing I don't agree with. I mean, you can stop or create. Okay, well, that, that gives you a very, very wide swap of what chemtrails can be used for. The fact remains is they're using the chemtrails with these Nexrad Doppler generators and these power plants regarding water vapor generation in order to spin up these storms and or dissipate them or create drought even in areas. So again, there's not, I don't blanketly agree with everything this person's saying either, but I think they're definitely, definitely, definitely more on the right track than anybody I have ever seen, this Weather War 101. Chemtrails absorb and combine with a massive water vapor generation and provide CCN, cloud condensation nuclei. They provide the frequency controllable components that are required for the next rat Doppler grid to manipulate storm systems. Next so you have to have, it's like, it's, it's like this <clears throat> satanic chaff that they're spraying in the sky that the only way the next rad generators are really going to work properly is if is if this satanic chaff aka chemtrails is in the sky because there's properties in the chemtrails there's all these different chemicals they put in there that these next rad doppler generators are working with in order to manipulate the weather now whether that's for storm creation whether it's for storm dissipation whether it's to create drought create rain that's up to whatever they're trying to accomplish. But clearly it can be used evidently for both. Trad Doppler frequency has little effect on pure water vapor, which is the reason for the heavy metal nanoparticles found in chemtrail samples all around the world. So in other words, you got to have them both. You got to have, if you just had the Nexrad Doppler generators and you were trying to just purely manipulate weather and create storms, you couldn't do it. You, gotta, you can't have one without the other as far as weather manipulation and creating storms. 
You got to have them both. It's, it's a recipe and you got to have both ingredients for it. That's the important part that I'm trying to emphasize here. Trails provide a variety of other components. They're showing all the components of chemtrails. I, this must be some government, leaked government document of all the different, I mean, horrific chemicals that are in chemtrails. It's just, it's gigantic. Components as well, like frequency activated artificial ice nucleation components. This is how it is possible to have hail fall on a 104 degree day and why giant hail is falling around the world as we speak. What is, was, since it was declared over after one magical season of shockingly heavy rain, the source of the California drought and other regions caused by then, if not chemtrails? Ah yes, the California drought. Controlled opposition claims the drought is caused by geoengineering and it is intentional. Like all disinformation, this is exactly the opposite. I, I don't believe this part. I don't. I believe it was intentional. It was absolutely something that you couldn't explain it any other way. I, I did many studies on the fact that it was created intentionally. Look at all the wickedness that it promoted and did and how they were going to use that agenda to get people off their land and how they did use it to get people off their land and how all those farmers had to give up their land because they couldn't produce any crops because they hadn't had rain in years. It, so again, here we go. Why can't we just have a middle ground here and look at this and not just get so locked into one thing looking at it like okay this can only be my theory you're wrong they actually weren't able to manipulate the weather in this case and that's what this weather warfare 101 is getting ready to say and i'm like whoa dude you're telling me they got these generators all over america they are in concentric grids they overlap plus they're chemtrailing those particular areas you can use it to either create drought or create rain, delusion, flooding, or hurricane abatement, or getting rid of the hurricanes, or fog abatement, or getting rid of the fog. You can use it for whatever purpose you want, but they're only going to typically use it for nefarious purposes. I, I, I don't get the disconnect of this person here, but guaranteed you couldn't probably tell this person anything regarding that, because they're very, very locked in on what they believe, and I don't understand why they go so off the rails here, but again, this is why I'm giving you both perspectives. This is why I played Dane Wingington. And I'm also playing this particular gentleman. Um, I wish they could find some common ground. And I, I do more, way more heavily believe that the argument of whether War, War 101 is, is irrefutable regarding this next Rad Doppler. I don't think there's any. And then how they're using it in conjunction with the chemtrails and these power stations. That's the truth. The fact is... They are constantly and desperately trying to resolve the drought, and they don't have to intentionally do anything for drought to exist. Drought is evidence of the fact that, even in spite of constant geoengineering efforts, the controllers are still failing to compensate. No, I don't believe that. Well, why would they be able to control it in every other part of the United States? But they, they don't want to have drought there. They want to do the right thing, is what he's basically saying but they can't even despite their best efforts are you kidding me what did they just do with all that deluge of water that we documented coming in with the um orville dam situation and all the snowpack up there in the sierra nevada mouse 
That was creating more water than they had ever had that come into that area probably ever in a shorter period of time as it ever did. And that was at the end of this supposed drought. You're telling me they didn't do that? No, it doesn't. You can't have it both ways. It was, it was, the drought was manipulated and created and so was all the water they were bringing on shore on California, deluging upstream at the Orville Dam to the point where they tried and tried and tried to break the dam, creating the massive snowpack they did up in the Sierra Nevadas, snowpack that was 50 to 100 feet in some places, and they were going to try to break the dam then. Well, God in his grace didn't let it happen, thank God. But, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, this part, this person goes totally off the rails if you ask me. I don't know why they can't see this. Maybe they're too locked into one way of thinking about this. ...for global warming and the broken water cycle and are failing to get sufficient water vapor to California. As yeah, it's just like what happened with the Orville Dam where they had more water than they actually knew what to do with. And it was wave after wave after wave of torrential downpours. And it had all the chemtrailing ahead of it every time it was documented. Don't tell me they can't manipulate the weather in California. But they can everywhere else? California, of all places, is the main place they've been manipulating the weather and creating the drought. And again, I just gave you a ton of the reasons why they were trying to do that. Because they were trying to get these farmers in that breadbasket area off their land to sell their land basically for next to nothing and a lot of the buyers that were coming in were like chinese and foreign people and and these people had to and again the less farmers there are the better the more control goes back to the government because they want to be the ones that totally controls food production and that is one of the most important regions in the world not just the united states for food production below the orville dam and that was where a big place where they had the drought so I'm going to give you a different perspective on this regarding this particular part. I've drove through that area and I saw the drought firsthand and I mean it was wow. Crazy. As we see on a daily basis from satellite imagery, massive in-place water vapor generation is required to create and fuel any rain event. Therefore, the only thing required for drought is the absence of or inability to drive water vapor to... But they can create that, just like they did with Harvey. Just like they did with all the rain they brought in. To try to collapse the Oroville Dam. And it was totally unnatural. Wave after wave. You're telling me they couldn't have done that in the last... How, how long did that drought last? Like three years? Or more? We just couldn't manage it for those three years. We couldn't figure out how... Oh, come on. Really? How could you be so smart in this one area and then just fall on your face in this one particular area? Ah, you know, whatever. Any particular area. To understand California drought, one must understand how sequential water vapor generation works. California is, but it is the first jet stream and spinning water vapor in from Colorado or Mexico. Where water vapor generation capacity. I'm I'm fast forwarding through some of this. I I don't want to. Leases then. Do they have them over the water and oceans as well? Yes. The ridiculous disinformation propagated by controlled opposition, claiming these bursts are quote unquote chem bombs, is entirely false. 
They are, in fact, water vapor bursts, as anyone who understands the simple process can see for themselves. So this is Weather War 101's response to, they're called, chem, or, chem bursts, or whatever. Um, and this is, and I, I think he does a good, good job with this, is, is given an explanation for this. There is water vapor generation in the oceans as well, most of which can be seen along the equator, but it is not nearly as widespread as it is on land. You can't very well put a power plant every dozen miles in the ocean, can you? Exactly how ocean water vapor generation is being accomplished is more elusive than on land, because there simply isn't much video or documentation of it. However, it's not difficult to imagine platforms with WSAC-like facilities since the water supply is obviously endless. It is quite clear there are other methods of evaporating water being employed as well, but not a great deal of evidence on the subject. Do you believe our meteorologists know about this and are silent, or are they just towing the party line like good little boys and girls? I've tried very hard to give meteorologists the benefit of the doubt and opportunity to explain themselves, but it's hard to imagine it being any other way. It just isn't believable that people supposedly trained in science, and who supposedly study radar and satellite imagery every day, somehow do not see what is right in front of them. The level of ignorance and obliviousness simply isn't plausible. They may individually have differing reasons for their silence, complicity, fear, money, etc. But there is no doubt as a whole that they would have to know what they're... It's really disturbing too because he's showing collusion between like the Weather Channel, like Dane Wigington and some of these other guys. They're like buddies. People at like the Weather Channel with like Dane Wigington and other ones in this particular group these guys that are exposing this like dutch sense in them that's really disturbing to me that's that's not the kind of buddies that i would want to have you know just as i do i'm old enough to remember when weather used to come in from the west coast and swirl around and out the east coast but then it was like we started getting all these little land hurricanes all of a sudden. And the movement of the weather stopped making sense. When did this all happen? How long have they been at the NEXRAD game? The model number for the NEXRAD stations across this country is WSR-88D. It stands for Weather Surveillance Radar 1988 Doppler. This model was developed and rolled out in 1988. However... There were several previous versions. Before the WSR-88D, there was the WSR-74C. Before the WSR-74C, there was the WSR-57. Before the WSR-57, there were the first weather surveillance radars converted from World War II Navy radars. They were called WSR-1, WSR-1A, WSR-3, and WSR-4. How long they have been in dual-purpose use is another matter. However, I don't consider the development and infiltration of any of these systems and their uses to be accidental. The first WSR was installed in Washington. The second was installed in Wichita, Kansas. Tornadoes coincidentally started increasing in what would later be called Tornado Alley 
in conjunction with the implementation of WSRSs. As a matter of fact, if you watch old movies from the 40s and 50s and pay attention to the skies, you can occasionally see very early patterns even back then that are quite similar and precursor to what we see today. A comment after one of my podcasts sharing your work was from a man who claimed to have been told decades ago by a friend who worked for a power plant that they make clouds and have been for decades, 40 to 50 years. How far back has the water vapor aspect been manipulated, do you know? That's a tough question. I doubt you're old enough to remember the 70s and early 80s, but that was when this reality seemed to climax. Drought was severe, snow was rarely falling at all, and it was all critical enough for pretty much everyone to take notice. As near as I can track, this is when expansion of the geoengineering grid went into overdrive and massive water vapor generation ability was developed to compensate for the obviously failing climate and water cycle. However, the systems had already been in place and under development for decades anyway. Obviously, power plants have existed since the late 1800s and cooling towers not long after, but it's tough to say without satellite imagery of that time period when exactly the dual-purpose methodology began being implemented globally. Okay, so that basically gives you a pretty good primer on what we're talking about today. Uh... Hopefully that'll, you know, get you up to speed on all of this. Like I said, the only thing I really differed on was the one point, uh, you know, with the whole, that it, that whole thing about the, the, the drought, they couldn't, they were trying to create rain. <laughs> no, that, that totally was not, that was done on purpose by design. Um, I, I would, I would argue that one all day long, but, um, we're going to go ahead and end part two here and we will go to part three next.